Welcome to the EAU podcast. In this edition, we have Professor Kim Chi from University of British Columbia, Canada, talking to EuroOnco Prostate Cancer Educational Platform Associate Editor, Dr. Constance Thibault, about the CONTACT2 trial results that were presented at ASCO GU24 and what these results mean for clinical practices. Dear colleagues, welcome to this EAU podcast. I'm very happy to be with uh, Dr. Kim Chi, who is a medical oncologist in Vancouver. Dr. Uh, Ki, we are here in San Francisco for the ASCO-GU meeting, where you just discussed the CONTACT2 study presented by Dr. Agarwal. Can you present us briefly the design of the study and the main outcomes? Hello, and uh, pleased to be here with you. The CONTACT2 study was a randomized phase three trial that looked at a combination of cabozatinib plus atezolizumab versus next-generation hormone therapy switch, or ARPI switch, in patients with metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer. These patients, however, were selected to have measurable disease, measurable soft tissue disease. And as it happens, up to 40% of them had visceral metastases and almost a quarter had liver metastases. The primary endpoint of this trial was dual for both radiographic progression-free survival and overall survival. And what we saw presented today from Dr. Agarwal was the the first analysis and the primary analysis for radiographic progression-free survival. And what we saw is that for the primary endpoint of RPFS, there was an advantage for the cabozantin plus atezolizumab arm. The median radiographic progression-free survival was 6.3 months. And for the ARPI switch arm, this was 4.2 months, so a two-month difference in the median radiographic progression-free survival. The objective response rate was 14%, uh, which was also higher for the cabozantin and the tezolizumab arm. However, there were uh, no differences in overall survival and other patient-reported outcomes, such as time to deterioration and quality of life and time to deterioration of pain, which occurred fairly quickly in this population within two to four months. So overall, an improvement in median radiographic progression-free survival but no other differences in important endpoints. What about the safety profile? Well, cambozantinib is a known entity. It's been around for a while. It's a multi-targeted tyrosine kinase inhibitor and has typical side effects, including hypertension, fatigue, and so on. And we also know well the effects of PD-1, PD-L1 blockade with an agent like antezolizumab. So the side effects were not unexpected um, and really consistent with other trials. However, This is not an easy regimen overall. And in the trial, 40 to 60% of patients required a dose reduction or a discontinuation or a hold on the therapy, meaning this was not a really easy protocol to undertake. Okay, so this is a positive study, but with a benefit of only two months in PFS. There is no benefit in terms of OS, but data are not yet mature. And moreover, the control arm was a switch to another RP, which is probably not the better drug. Do you think that it might become a new standard of care? Uh, the answer to that is easy. I, I would answer no. This is not going to become a new standard of care. You know, even that median RPFS benefit of two months, really that was the time from one scan to another. So I would argue that this is not even clinically significant and unlikely to translate to an overall survival benefit. And there are better options, as you mentioned. I think I would the standard care to me in this patient population with visceral metastases, 
and measurable disease would be something like docetaxel. And then those that had been chemotherapy experienced would be cabazitaxel or lutetium PSMA 617, all of which have shown median radiographic progression-free survival in the eight to nine month range as well as survival benefits. So really that should have been the standard of care for this patient population. Thank you very much, Dr. Key, for your time. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of EAU Podcast. To keep up to date with prostate cancer developments, visit our educational platform, Euro-Onco Prostate Cancer. For more EAU Podcasts, please go to your podcast app and subscribe to our EAU Podcast channel for regular updates.